Whoa, Mondo Cool. That's right, boys. Mondo Cool. Hey, 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 uh, welcome to the uh, Mondo Cool Podcast. Mondo, Mondo, Mondo. Cool, 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 welcome. We're live every uh, Thursday at whatever time we feel like so far. Yeah, you know how it goes yeah, on uh, <laughs> yeah, Twitch. Yeah, every day. Yeah. backslash Mondo Cool with a K, you know Mondo what it cool is. Mondo Cool KK. Oh, no. Oh, no, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. You remember last time. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh. Hey, anyways, you know what the <laughs> fuck thing is. That's enough of that bit. It's your boy, Mark. We out here. And to my left... It's Rico. No, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's Rico over I was like, here. Who the fuck is that? Yeah, man. Mark, we actually we're in separate booths all the time, so we don't see each other. Yeah, we're I don't just know. Here. It's I don't know what he's doing. We recorded this booth. years years <laughs> apart. Fully separate. Yeah, yeah. Years apart through a time machine. <laughs> I'm listening to new albums. Holy hell! Well, it's time to get into another episode of this dang hip hop podcast we have here. Starting things off with the hot or not tracks of the week. Hot and boy, or not? We got a couple of hot them coming your way. Hot or not? Or mild? Or lukewarm? Or lukewarm? Yeah. Or meh. Or, or whatever. Meh. You, whatever your middle or, ground or, or phrase eh. is. Eh. Alright, so-so. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever you put is just middle ground. Um, but yeah, let's hop right into it with a nice little throwaway track. Throwaway, uh, just kind of Just kind of toss that out there from Tyler the Creator, but don't keep this one in the garbage. Spoiler alert. Because I kind of like it. You kind of like it? I kind of like it. You ever had okra? Uh, I think like once in my life. Never had it. I think it was once, and I ate it, and I was like, tastes like a vegetable. And then I like, never went back. You were like, no more. Uh, I just got never, I don't think there's like a lot of foods I eat that have okra. Yeah. It seems kind of like exotic. Like you're really going for it if you toss okra like, in there. I think it's like more like Indian foods and stuff. And I'm like a baby of Indian. It's not like because I just haven't had I don't eat it very often, and when I do, I just go with like butter chicken or whatever. Yeah. So I haven't really explored, explored like okra and like some other stuff that they put in. It's just a lot of southern food too, right? Is it? I think so, like yeah. fried okra. Yeah. Yeah, do your whole review of the track like that. <laughs> oh, wow, this is a really good track. Oh, this is a throwaway into my heart. Wow. A slam dunk. A slam dunk. A slam dunk, sir. Yes, sir. Yes. <laughs> It's, it's pretty good. I don't know. It's a really fun, cool, short song. It's as long as it needs to be. It has a great little, like, cut into the fucking chorus by having, like, kind of, like, that very jarring kind of, like, piano with the, the string section. Like, that sounds like a psycho yeah. type oh, yeah, uh, big time. thing. And, yeah, it just works so well. And he's, it's so much fun. It's a brag track. And something those uh, Tyler's been pretty great at those lately mm-hmm. so uh, this and like telephone are the only ones I can think of and that other like throwaway one he did where like ASAP Rocky it's like in his studio oh uh, like, yeah, 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 yeah 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 that, that one too yeah, yeah for sure so this falls in line with those and it might be my favorite mm-hmm. and definitely the coolest video and some of the best lines yeah that, for sure like quotable and funny you know, there's not, like, a lot of substance in terms of lyricism or, like, what's, like, going on underneath as yeah. opposed to, This is a flashy track. It's for fun. And uh, the video shows that. He's having fun. I'm having fun. 
You're having fun. It's a good one. Jesus is having fun. <laughs> Shout out to God. Shout out God's having fun too. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I think I totally agree. I think it's really interesting that like on a lot of his thrower, throwaway tracks is when he like raps the hardest. It's yeah. like he like shows off his lyricism the most yeah. when it's just like like here's a random track I felt like doing. I know it was like fuck it that came out. That yeah. was like the more serious kind of like uh it wasn't like it was more of addressing things as opposed to being flashy. Right. But that was like Tyler rapping. Yeah, I was like, whoa, like Tyler's really fucking going in. And um but I don't know. I mean it's surprising that he chooses to do that on a lot of his throwaway tracks and less on the album. But I guess it's cause he's trying to move away more into like mm-hmm. the singy jazzy Tyler. Mm-hmm. But it is also nice to get these real awesome reminders that Tyler has some fucking bars and that man sure can does. go in when he wants to. But yeah. Tyro, like a taxi driver is like <laughs> such borderline so dumb but funny at the same time. Yeah. Oh god, I'm being exposed in the chat. We're gonna ignore that. Moaning, what'd you moan? I don't know, man. I don't want to fucking wanna know when that happens. Well, We're gonna distract them with a nice new Cardi B track called Be Careful, which apparently I should have been a little while ago. <laughs> Second in the, or I don't know. Hey, shout out. Shout out to the followers. Hey, shout out to Brick Bri- Black Brick Club. Damn, wow, got me with the tongue twister job. there. Shout out to Black Brick the Club. Um, but yeah, one of the, I guess, what, the third single now from Cardi? Uh, yeah. Kodak Yellow, Bardia Cardi, and then this. Yeah. And then Drip came after. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, that's what it seems to be. Holy hell. Those kind um, of things. But yeah, uh, no, definitely showing up her showing off her versatility because I think we got what go. like two hard um, trap songs, and yeah. then now we get the kind of I don't know I don't know how to describe this <laughs> beat in terms of style because it's definitely uh, it's, different. Well, it sounds like well, it's definitely like more like Caribbean, right, right, but not like modern Caribbean, mm-hmm. more like kind of like ten years ago. Yeah, but yeah, uh, I do think like the the con like the the context and like the content of the song is great and i think like the i i and like the i think the sounds are cool and stuff but it's just uh the beat is good but like i feel like it could have been a little better yeah like i feel like i just lacks that extra i still think it's a cool nice like change of pace mm-hmm. i think it's a great move on her part to wrap up something different right but i do feel like it needed something extra some extra oomph to like really like make this like I don't know stick more with me. Yeah, I still think it's like a fun track, but I think it was capable of being like a little more. But yeah, I think it's like a fun. Uh, I mean, it's like fun in the sense that like it, it it addresses a lot of like things going on in her life that are like sad, but you know it's kind of like in like kind of like a happy like beat type way. Right. So um, 
Yeah, I, I do think it's like a, a solid track, but I really thought it could have been better. Really? I thought yeah. it was like pretty solid because I think it shows off a lot of just like her skill lyrically and like uh-huh. rapping wise where you kind of have to like, you hear the song and you kind of are like, all right, like this is legit. Like she can rap, like she can do, she can make more than just like catchy radio tracks. Like she can really like talk about, you know, a problem or things going on in her life. Mm-hmm. And that's why I was like, all right, like this is cool. This is showing like her range and her ability in a really cool, interesting way. And then I'm also like, or heard Offset? Okay, is this about Offset? Or hopefully someone in the past? Because I'm yeah. like, aren't y'all like buried and like having a child? Yeah, I'm like, y'all like, gonna be good? Is she pregnant? Yeah, she pregnant. Oh, I know that. That's like the latest development. Oh, wow. But she hasn't like fully, there's just like a lot of rumors and she hasn't said no. And then, I don't know, there's like pictures. But anyway, it's seeming like her and Offset are like, supposed to be really solid but everything in this tracks is like nah uh-huh. so i hope it's about something in the past or i hope that i don't know they patched it up since he released this track but either way i think it's pretty good it's giving me more hope for this album that's dropping in like four or five hours um uh-huh, based off your watch <laughs> yeah based off my watch uh-huh. uh, in about four or five hours we're getting oh. the drop so okay. but yeah we'll see we'll see Ah, yes. Which leads us to the man himself, Lil Xan. Hi, my name's Sunny. Hey, guys, it's Michael. <laughs> That's not what the... Hey, guys, it's Michael. That guy's a lot to deal with. Hey, guys, it's Michael. And I'm addicted to having sex. I was 12 when my cousin Pam first started touching me as a little boy, and ever since then I haven't been able to kick it, so... Just been having sex with any woman I can, when I can. Yo, uh, what's up? So this, I don't mean to laugh at that, but it's like the context of this video. Is a lot. Yeah. Now, uh, here we go. Uh, here's the song, guys. Strap in. Yeah. It's a lot to unpack. That's about all you can really get. Because the problem... Alright, here we go. Let me launch right into my thoughts on this fucking track. One, the video is just so bad. And, like, all the dumb interruptions of the track even make it worse than the already, like, pretty simplistic uh, song. And I guess the premise of the video, or kind of the song as a whole, is that um, when he's on drugs, it's shitty, and when he's not on drugs, he feels like the man, and he's a successful rapper, and all that good stuff. Um, But yeah, basically the song, this is like, I'm usually not on the side of like old heads who are like, you know, there's no depth to the SoundCloud generation. But this is, like, the point-blank, like, example of that, where you're just like, wow, you're really, really saying nothing here, Mr. Mr. Zan. Um, Even despite kind of having this dumb concept, because don't forget, the guy named Little Zan is very anti-drug. But... Someone here? (laughs) I think think there's a man's coming in here. Oh, it's Austin. But it's just like... uh, 
there's nothing going on in this song. Nothing can really help carry it. It's just very meh and uh, and it sucks because I was kind of like, hey, you know, I'm excited for what Diego, aka Lil Xan, is, is up he to just next. going by Diego now? It's, he hasn't fully changed it yet. I mean, this is Lil Xan uh-huh. and Lil Xan Vivo. He hasn't full. He's saying that he's Diego, but. For SEO purposes, he hasn't really changed it yet. I thought he was gonna do like like the AKA type thing, and then like do the slow transition because that's he's the way to do it. it. Out. He's trying to he's trying to figure out some type of loop. Anyway, hole. yeah, the song's bad, guys. But yeah, it's not, it's a, good not a good one, and it it's, sucks because the poo-poo. album's dropping, and again, four point five hours here, yeah. and boy, does this not make me excited to listen no, to it's it. Poopy. Yeah. So, so we we shall poop, see. Poop, poopity poop poop. Bad. I don't know, man. And speaking of I don't know, we got IDK here with his new track, Lil Arrogant, featuring Joey Badass and Russ. Menudo. This what you all been waiting for, ain't it? What people paid paper for, damn it. This that going to the gun range with the click, pow, aiming. That boy from PG with DC still claim him. And I ain't gotta act like I'm from there. I'm real. Some rappers, magicians, they trick you, they cap a field. Act tough as a gold medal, you link them. So that's um, the latest track from IDK, who many are saying is a pretty strong contender for this year's XXL freshman list. I don't um, know. As far, as far as the, like, lyrical Oh, watch that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we listened to um, his Adult Swim single. Yeah, I remember. Had, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was some other stuff where we're like, huh, this guy's on to something. Like, I'm, I'm curious to see what happens. Mm-hmm. He's steadily creeping up in terms of popularity and as far as the lyrical fans go. And so... I don't know. We'll see. I, I really like this track. I think everyone sounds great. It even gives me a chance to not hate Russ, which has been difficult these days because yeah. it's kind of obnoxious. For but sure. uh, everyone sounds pretty good. The beat's hard hitting, and it's it's a solid track. I do think that I think they rap really well over it, but mm-hmm. I, I think do think the beat's a little boring. Yeah, like I've just like I've heard so many beats like this, right? And like sometimes it can work, and other times it doesn't. And maybe maybe it's just my mood, but I was just like. Oh, uh, one of these beats, huh? Like it wasn't, and I, I usually like this type of stuff, so I yeah. feel like this was more on the generic side. So, but I do think they rapped really well over it. So yeah. that was what made it like still enjoyable. Yeah. But yeah, in terms of, like musically, like the beat itself, I just saw it was just kind of like by the numbers. Yeah, I think this definitely. Oh, thanks for the motherfucking host, Austin. Um, I think this beat, or I mean, this song definitely showcases all three of their like lyrical talents and whatnot. But um, I think, yeah, I think as far as this becoming like a single or like a really big hit that's going to give them a lot of exposure, I don't know about that. But um, I think it at least shows that, hey, IDK's got some talent and he's like worth noting, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, But as far as, I don't know, this boosting his popularity, I don't think that beat really gives him the opportunity to do so. So I definitely agree with you on that front. Yeah, this sounds like something I hear like Royce the 5'9 rapping over. Yeah. 
And it's just kind of like nothing. Uh, okay, all that now we're next to thinking uh, a retiring rapper released <laughs> uh, or quitting, according to that article last week, releasing a song now. Yep. So, Re- like two days after. Yeah. <laughs> almost where I'm just like, all right, was this like a move? Like, was this a stunt? Yeah, yeah. It almost felt like a PR stunt, which is like, shitty. As soon as we're like talking about him, it's like, all right, here's a new track. Also, album coming eventually. So I don't know. Sumo. Yeah, so Denzel Curry going back to the classic high-energy, um, aggressive shit that he's kind of been known for. Doing for a while, arguably, before a lot of people who've made it popular now. Um, but yeah, solid track from him. Good single. Definitely gets him excited. It's been well-reviewed so far. We'll see when this Taboo album he announced quite a bit ago is going to drop. But Taboo, like the board game? Sure. <laughs> Spelled the same way. Mm. So yeah, I mean, we'll see. I don't like that game. <laughs> It's not a good one. I'm not a, not a big fan it's of really that It's really boring. And I, I mean, I don't know. As far as albums, I don't think I've ever played it. <laughs> no? No, I don't I think I played it like once. And it I was... think I played Life once and I didn't. Life's man. Yeah, it's, Life's it's pretty ass to your point of But unlike Life, uh, this this one's. Uh, this, is a guess, this is a guess who <laughs> of, uh, of tracks because it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> you tried. You really tried yeah, with that one. It was a surprise. Yeah, because I was like, alright, I guess Denzel Curry's off the grid, and then it's like, nope, here's a hard-hitting single, and, I mean, I don't know, it's pretty good. I think it's interesting, because it both... It's so funny, I just, like, I remember people just, like, fucking clowning on him, like, being, like, the screamo rap type thing, but now now it's it's the fucking biggest thing ever, which is so ridiculous, because before I was like, guys, this is cool, it's like, nah, it's stupid, just screaming. Now we have Takashi Six Nine, who's like goddamn, like, hitting all the charts and being, like, huge, and everyone's screaming, and now it's cool. But Denzel Curry's been doing it for, like, five years. For a while. Fucking Nostalgia 64 came out, what, 2013 yeah. or yeah. some shit? Yeah, so, it's been, like, five years. Yeah, he's been around for a second. Um, and only really just now getting noticed now. He was only on the 2016, 17 XXL freshman list. Yeah, he was with, like, uh, Lil Boat. <laughs> yeah, he was with, like, Lil Yachty and all of this. So yeah. that was, like, 2016. Yeah. Um, but, damn, at least he's finally getting a shine. I hope... That um, he drops this album and that it does well, and so he can get some of the respect the man deserves. I mean, he there's a whole meme around one of his songs. Yeah, I mean, Ultimate blew up big time via the. Like, meme. Even my third grade brother knew Ultimate <laughs> from the water, water bottle, bottle challenge. Yeah, Classic. it was wild when he started rapping it, and I was like, "What the fuck?" When a meme <laughs> blows you up, man, it's the new 2018. When it blows you up, fuck. When you get clout off the memes, it blew up. Ah, shit. <laughs> When you get that clout from a meme. Ah, uh, the clout hurts. <laughs> Either way, speaking of intensity, Who Run It 
the memes or Trippy Red and Someone said he murdered Cypher. Was it a pre-written one, though? The Cypher? I remember. Was his not one? Or, like, the freestyle? Like, the Cypher Cypher? Nah, that was freestyle. That was freestyle? Yeah, that was freestyle. He did a great job, then. Yeah, he crushed it. Here, we're going to hear Trippy Red rap really well. Yep. (laughs) Get ready for this. You ready for a lyrical Trippy Red? Because it's coming in hot. Here we go, Trippy. Hey, real niggas live by the cone, kiss a nigga like my fucking bros. I don't fuck with all y'all niggas hoes, met a few of them. Y'all can get exposed with my nigga too. Hit up the pole, put it to your nose, leave a body bro. Do a drill, catch another body though. Like, that's my fucking hobby, yo. I'm a real nigga in the field with you. Do a drill with you and my little niggas. Keep it trip, pop a couple pills with you. Big Trippy, keep it real with you. I'm a real nigga in the field with you. Do a drill with you with my little niggas. Keep it trip, pop a couple pills with you. Big Trippy, keep it real with you. Little niggas, let them lows fly. Live a young nigga, so traumatized, so gas shit. All my niggas fly, don't make Let's get let's let's not give all the shine to Trippy. So yeah, uh, Trippy and Lil Yachty have kind of announced that they've been in the studio banging out a lot of tracks, doing some a lot of collabs. They've been having a nice little budding friendship since they both signed to uh, QC. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, Trippy Red and, and Lil Yachty as well, um, going ham on this trap. Absolute 100% bars. Trippy Red rapping probably the best he's rapped. No, showcase wise actually uh, real shame things bring it up and I knew I looked it up beforehand because somebody commented oh, with uh-oh. it he has the song can you rap like me mm-hmm. and he actually raps really well really now. Like, yeah, well. yeah okay. I think he's like one of, one of those Travis Scott types where he can like act he, he used to be like he wanted to Need to kind of more lyrical and like right. Joey badass type stuff, but it wasn't and then kind of off. no, it wasn't. It was just like he said he just was having more fun, more like with like melody and yeah. like singing and stuff than rapping, which is fair. But yeah, he does have you know the capability of rapping over this beat, yeah. and he sound he's like has a lot of energy. It's a lot of fun. You know, it's a little raw. It's a little like he's yeah, somebody says he's a little offbeat, but I think that's just part of the rawness yeah. of it. Just because they because they're just like this is like in response to like a challenge, I believe. Cause yeah, G-Rubo I mean, rapped over G-Rubo this too. rapped over the classic uh, "Who Run It" Three Six Mafia track. Uh, used to be my brother's pump up track before basketball. Mm. Um, and I don't, Not yeah, dirty. I don't know what. Hmm? Not dirty. No, nah, it was the before the game, bump this in the car on the way over, and we'd go ham. Oh, wow. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know why, like, G Herbo kind of sparked this movement of, like, everybody rap over this classic beat. It's a great beat, so, I mean, I get it. But, yeah, these two stepped up to the challenge. I think ASAP Rocky did one as well, and uh, someone else. But these guys really crushed it, which is why I put their version on this list. And uh, it was good to see both of them rap. As hard as they can fucking run. Oh, I did think... Actually, I'm sorry. I didn't bring this up. I mm-hmm. did think Lil Yachty uh, kind of got, like, outshined big time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it's kind of like... I felt like I was on, like, this really fast roller coaster, and then when Lil Yachty came, it was just became, like, kind of, like, chilled out big time. <laughs> like, it wasn't, like, bad, per se, but it was just, like... I was just, like... I don't know. I was, like, going through, like, a vortex, and then it just kind of, like, chilled out big time when he went off. <laughs> well, he's just kind of, like, a more low-key cadence. Yeah, you know? I feel like he should have been first, and then... 
it should be should have really yeah because then because then it would have been maybe like a more of a build mm-hmm. but this just started out the gate like the fucking hulk ride at universal just like blasting <laughs> up and then it just kind of like became kind of like a normal fun little roller coaster but it wasn't you know anything too crazy yeah. so yeah I, I probably like it's almost to the point that like if he comes on i might just skip the next song yeah like, i might be like uh i'm fine like, he has some, he has some silly parts in that i was kind he of does like, but I, it's just like i, like I don't it. know it's just like it starts off so fast yeah. and like it just feels like i'm breakneck almost to me <laughs> well hey speaking of people who did who run it remixes we got asap rocky with his latest single he also, for did, he also did a remix this yeah he did remix. also did a remix but we're not reviewing that one because it's trash no it's fine <laughs> it's fine but he also dropped the real single that'll be on the album so let's talk about that pretty crazy video as well Gang. wow Gang. it's such Gang. a funny person to for him to sample that's so ridiculous we live in the world where moby <laughs> where moby's getting a nice full-on yeah. sample yeah, well, it's like to the point that he's considered a feat. Yeah, the, that hardcore level of sampling. I mean, it's like very lifted. Yeah. And then, I mean, there's like the part at the end where he just like plays the song. All right, I'll go first with this one. All right. I hate this. You hate it? I don't like it. Really? No, I don't. I don't know. It's just something. It rubs me the wrong way, and it feels like I'm watching, like, uh, maybe my, it feels like I'm watching like an Apple iPod commercial. It sounds like a music that I would hear during like like when Apple's trying to seem like hip. Really? Me. Yes, I don't. I do not like it. It's I, just I like, thought it was perfectly fine. I thought you know it's classic ASAP who usually raps over. He has like a song or two where he raps over a production you're not really expecting. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of what I imagine will be that like the LSD or mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of another example he has. Um, but it's gonna be like that track on the album, and I thought it was pretty fine. Like the bars were fine. I, I think maybe because the I beat know, was fair. I'm so familiar with the sample, and mm-hmm. it's just like it's so cheesy to me <laughs> that like just hearing him rap over it, I just like I'm like, ugh, I don't want to hear this. Somebody rap over this. Really? Yeah, and it kind of feels like kind of like the idea of just like like right now, like people in terms of nostalgia, people like kind of like been going through the 80s mm-hmm. and i think there's been kind of like people kind of edging up to the 90s at this point yeah so moby is a very 90s artist you know he's not popular now guys yeah. people don't listen to moby nowadays <laughs> right but yeah it's just like a song i don't know it just feels so dated and like it just really yeah it doesn't seem like i don't know it just seems like it just seems wrong to me i don't know it just it just comes off as like cheesy I think you're just too much of a Moby fan. I'm not a Moby fan. Because <laughs> I have, like, no care of the original track at all. So I was like, yeah, that's cool. I was like, this sounds fine. Like, it was pretty fair. I'm not a Moby fan. It was just, like, a, a lot of 90s stuff this song was played. Was it? Yeah. I'm not that familiar with this song. Yeah. It was playing, I can't name, I was, like, in commercials and stuff. Damn. I got like I genuinely like don't really know I can't like name anything by Moby or really recognize. You know? Much. Do, do you know the one song from Born Identity? It's actually a pretty cool song. That goes like, Bleh! it's like a, it's like a it's like a screeching noise, and then like, 
It like plays at the end of every Bourne movie. Oh, I like can't like think of it off the top of my head, but I'm sure if I heard it, I'd be like, yeah, that that part. <laughs> but I'm like, I don't know. I thought this was like a pretty fair track. I was pretty okay with it. Um, once again, I was like, all right, ASAP Rocky rapping again. Um, I was cool with the beat. It seemed like a pretty chill, just vibey track. And I'm, I don't know. I'm still once again not sure what testing is gonna be like. And what exactly is going to be on it based on the things he's dropped. Yeah, I think I, I think I might, perhaps, maybe in context, I might like him more. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. It's just, like, it's so off-putting to me. And, like, <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it, 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 it this is, like, I usually, like, kind of, like, some of, was it, Shen Fink there brought up the fact that it kind of feels like it's, like, a opposite vibes because you have a really chill uh, beat, but then he's, like, more get-hyped type mm-hmm. thing. So, uh, I don't know. Maybe it's that. Or not? I don't know. It just feels like it just like seems like it's such a cheesy sample, and like the the the. I, mean, I don't like the video that much either. The video is just like a lot for a song that's like very laid back and chill. Yeah, but I think Shane Fink made a good point where it's just like there's a lot going on in this video for <laughs> very Moby laid back. Confirmed. <laughs> but um, <laughs> hey, peace out, Blackbird Club. The Moby uh, Eminem beef is hilarious, by the way. That shit's real silly. That shit's very, very wacky. Or the fact that fucking that one guy from Community looks like Moby. <laughs> the fucking principal. But, um... Oh, man. Well, hey. Speaking of East Coast, it's time to head to the other East Coast, if you know what I mean. The Far East Coast. With Higher Brothers and their newest track, uh, Room Service, off their Journey to the West. <laughs> <laughs> EP. God damn it. Hey, bye, Black Brick Club. Oh, the Dean, I mean. I'm in Amanda's jacuzzi. Yeah, they stole your flow. <laughs> they Austin. stole the flow, Austin. That's immediately what I thought when I heard it. Yeah, too. I did. I heard it too. Makuzi. I would say please to the line. Get to the controversial part. We're almost there. Interesting. <laughs> um, so yeah, let's get into let's get into this real quick. The Higher Brothers uh, dropping their cleverly named Journey to the West uh, EP based on the popular Chinese story and also the fact that they were just on the at the West, their first time in America, doing a tour and whatnot, hanging out with Ski Mask, the Slump God, such and such. Um, but yeah, they come in with a very super catchy track here. Um, but 
<laughs> we get some wild moments where they it's both a pro and a con where they're really kind of balancing both English and Chinese together in really cool mm-hmm. ways because there's that one part where he has like the follow me and like there's just like certain parts that sound really cool mm-hmm. and then there's the wild uh, need-er part that he puts in <laughs> and he's very self-aware about it because he also says like I think the line right after is like sorry my English is bad but something like that but I'm just like wow bold joke to put in your track here. Yeah, it is weird because that, but then like the other one is is like, it almost doesn't make sense. I, I like stopped it. Like, let's see, let's see right here. Just like when I was reading it, I was just like, what does the second one mean? Like, what is he trying? Because it doesn't make, it just sounds like, oh, right. Word, but like, it doesn't make sense in like the lyrics. Follow me. <laughs> Follow me. But yeah, it, I do think the song is a lot of fun. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> you are my need-er. This is like, er, er, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you are my needer. Or, yeah, shut up, you are my needers all over the floor, or something like what that. What does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what he's going for on that I don't, one. It, no, it's just like nonsense. <laughs> but he's like, hey, right after it is like, my English is bad. But yeah, I don't know. It's like. It's goofy. It's a I goofy, guess, fun, it's like, catchy track. That's what they are. They're just like two goofballs who make fun songs. Yeah. And they like, you know, they're fun. They're, they definitely have a great energy. And they both are different enough that like they, when they, each one pops in, they bring, you yeah. know, they kind of revitalize the track. And I mean, shout outs to them for making hip hop in a country that's literally trying to ban. Yeah, trying to like <laughs> the erase culture. them. Yeah. Yeah. So shout outs to them for still continuing at it and going hard. Yeah, for sure. So, shout outs. And with that, that's the uh, tracks of the week. And it's time to get into the hip-hop headlines. Starting thing off with the classic album announcement uh, from the boy DJ Carnage, who shared his track list and updated release date uh, for his second album, Battered, Bruised, and Bloody, uh, which was supposed to drop March 2nd, uh, but is now going to be dropping April 13th. Is he a a blood? Um, I don't think so. But it's a lot of bees. Wait, go up. Go up. They missed, did they misspell it? It's battered, bruised, and body. Oh, yeah. Bloody. I don't know. <laughs> Classic hot new hip-hop, not editing their work here. <laughs> um, but yeah, he dropped the ca- the track list, which looks pretty interesting. Like I said before, I'm always up and down with producer albums for such reasons as we got good people on here, like Mac Miller, Made in Tokyo, Lil B, Lil, <laughs> Lil Pump. Um, but then we got, you know, Keely, not sure what that's going to be like. Steve Aoki. Uh, not sure what the Steve Aoki and Lockdown song is going to be like. Uh, so, you know, we'll see. Sebastian and Kyle. Um, we'll see what it's like. But he left a nice little... Who's Sebastian? No idea. <laughs> he left a nice little note at the end of his track list saying, uh, My name is Diamante Anthony Blackman. My blood runs Nicaraguan, but I was raised in Guatemala. I am a minority in my field, and I am flourishing. I never had anything easy. I had to fight for everything. I have, and I wouldn't want it any other way. BBB is my sophomore album. I put my soul into everything I touch. This is for you. So we'll you? Is it for you, Mark? It's for me. Wow. He sent this to me. Wow. It's in my DMs. I'll show you the proof later. Okay, cool. Um, but yeah. <laughs> wow, <laughs> I mean, Mark. Damn. Yeah, my fucking soundboard wow. called me out. Wow. Um, but yeah, we'll see. It's a production. It's a producer album, so those are usually 50-50, where some songs I really like, some songs I couldn't care less. So we'll see. Man, Tokyo's fine, Shang Fink. Don't at me. 
Um, moving, <laughs> moving right along, we have Martin Screlly with a continued drama over the one and only Once Upon a Time in Shaolin album continues mm-hmm. with the Department of Justice saying, we never actually got the album, so... I don't know. It's just kind of in limbo, I guess. Just chilling in Martin Scarelli's house yeah, or probably. something. Um, but apparently, no, yeah, he probably burned it. Yeah, probably he fucking hit it somewhere. Though. How much did he pay? A mil? He paid a good amount. He paid like one point five million for it or some shit. Um, what a waste of money. Yeah, I would invite buy that. It's ridiculous. And RZA can't even get it back because of like the contract, and it's just a whole fucking mess. What do you mean RZA doesn't have it on him? No. Like, well, you can't get like I don't I don't fucking know. How does that work? He probably doesn't have this. He should have save files. So is or he just forced to just delete it? I like, guess permanently. So he's just like it's all gone. It's gone, dude. He, knowing him, he's weird. So he probably doesn't like that. Yeah. And, and speaking, speaking of Riza, yeah, speaking of Riza problems, uh, the U God recently released a you know book called Raw, the story of um, my journey into Wu Tang, where he talked pretty harshly about Riza. Um, saying that all kinds of things about his leadership and that he would, you know, picked his brother to kind of have everything and that he would get all the privileges and money and better contracts and just kind of leave everyone else to the wolves. Uh-huh. And he pretty much had a lot of not nice things to say about it. And Rizza responded by saying pretty savagely, uh, look, every man has a right, a right to write a book. Um, some are myths, some are fantasies, some are sci-fi. I don't know if this book falls totally in non-fiction. Um, so pretty much maintaining that he did what he did and that he's a great leader and you, God, can eat a dick, basically. Wow. Uh, said in not too many words. Um, but I don't know. It's At this point, the Wu-Tang seems like they're going through a lot, mainly between RZA versus everyone else. <laughs> I feel like I don't know how many people are pro RZA in the group. Uh, these days, but I don't know. They're not too happy with the mans, but it was just awkward to see this weird back and forth. I wish it wasn't you, God, because I feel like you, God, is very easy to just like write him off as like he's a, I don't know, third tier member yeah. of the group. I wish it was like Method Man or someone who was like, fuck RZA. Or like Raekwon. Yeah. I mean, Raekwon Ray doesn't like RZA, right? Yeah, that's true. Raekwon actually has, is probably the biggest member to be vocally, I don't fuck with RZA right now. Ghostface likes him, right? Ghostface is pretty chill with him. I think Method Man is chill with him. Yeah, I don't don't know. know. But we'll see. We'll see what happens in the latest antics out of Shaolin. And uh, also some more bad news here. I don't even know my soundboard boards here. Or is it bad? Or is it bad? No, it's fucking bad news. Meek Mill has been denied his release from prison after everyone thought he had a <laughs> strong case for being freed after the pers- it was found that the person who arrested him was in fact a corrupt police officer who's been doing many shady dealings. But the judge, after hearing this plea, decided to say, nah, keep that motherfucker in jail. It's fucked up. For the next, I think, two or four years. Wow, so long. I'm so, that sucks so much. Yeah. Mill. I'm not a fan of his music, but that's so but shitty. So many people have been coming together to be like Freak Mill, Free Meek Mill, yeah. uh, even Drake. I mean, so many people who were previously against Meek Mill have been but like, this is, this is fucked up. This is fucking ridiculous yeah. and it's fucked up and it's unfair for him to go through something like this. Yeah. You know? And I, I, the argument was that the judge has a personal vendetta against Meek Mill and at this point, it fucking seems that way after yeah, that's, this, that's... after the arresting officer was like 
confirmed a corrupt cop and they're like, eh, so, and still put him in jail. It's it's definitely not a good look for the Philadelphia justice system, but hey, we kind of knew that the justice system sucked anyways. Meanwhile, as far as some silly fucking drama, we got plenty of it. Uh, let's get into this fucking shit here. We got the good old bad baby starting a feud with Takashi69, a.k.a. Um, he's gotten, I guess what happened was Bad Baby apparently went to Takashi69 for a feature. He said no, and she was not too happy about it, sparking a bunch of awkward academics posted, uh, Instagrams about it. Calling him Trippy Red Son. Trippy Red worked your fucking ass. Nobody knew who the fuck you was. Nobody at all. I don't give a fuck what you say. Nobody knew who the fuck you was. I don't want to hear none of that shit. Big mad. Oh, gosh. What is she doing now? Fuck you, whack-ass fucking weirdo. 